from the man cave. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, with your daily devotion for what? It is June the 29th. I mean, this month is absolutely flying by. I mean, it's just gone crazy. Hey, guys, today where I'm at, I'm on the west coast of the States. You mean the States? United States of America. Hey, look at it's really hot today. I mean, look at, look at, I've been out here for some time, okay, with my wife, and, and I'm just sweating it up. I mean, I'm just absolutely sweating it up. But I got a question for you, and you're like, oh my goodness, are we getting to the text that quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are you focused on today? I mean, what, what are you thinking about today? When you got out of bed, what were you thinking about the most? And I know there's some people who say, God, God look at, look at, look at, I love you, I love you. Fist bump. That's awesome, okay? Yeah, because I, I, every day, every, not some days, every single day, I get up in the morning, I read my Bible, and I do my devotions before I do anything else. Why? Because I need to hear the still, small voice of God. I want God to lead me, guide me by His Spirit. See, guys, I, I need to make sure that I'm in right relationship with Him. And there are things that I do. Matt, 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 I don't want you thinking, Matt, some holy Joe with the, the lantern, with the incense. Uh, uh, that sounds Indian, okay? Um, like a monk. That's not me. That's not me at all, okay? When I make a mistake, which is what? We like to use the word mistake, but it's not really a mistake, is it? Uh, no, it's not a mistake. It's sin. Okay, but let's call it what God calls it. That's the first step of recovery. You're like the seven steps of recovery. Call it what it is, okay? If you're a liar, go to God and say, God, I'm a liar. If you can't stop looking at women, God, I'm into pornography, okay? Guys, 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 before God, you have to name the sin. It's, it's, it's not a game show, but if it was, it would be called name that sin, okay? And so if you're a drunkard, Go to God and say, God, I'm a drunk. Don't say, God, you know, sometimes I like to have a casual drink and I just, but you don't tell the rest of the story, do you? And I don't stop drinking until six o'clock in the morning and I, I miss work and I get fired and I get kicked out of my home and I lose my family. Those are all the attributes of what? That avenue, that road. Okay, so when we're going, this is a freebie. When you're going to God and you're confessing your sin, be very specific. I mean, look at, look at, just don't say, well, you know, Lord, I sinned today. I need you to forgive me. That doesn't work with God. Okay, what if he says, well, I'm going to bless you sometime, but I just don't know when, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of busy up here, lots of things to do. I'm in front of the sea glass and the angels are, uh, they're worshiping me all the time. So I, I don't know. Be very specific with God, okay? Now, I wasn't going there, but that's a free one. And, and it really applies to my life as well as your life, okay? Because I think we generalize sins, okay? You know why? Because we're embarrassed, because we're shamed, okay? Because we don't want to name the darkness before our God that we continue to go to like the rat goes to the poison. Okay, I say all that to say this, what is your focus today? And we started with that because I was saying, oftentimes we're focused on the wrong thing. We're not thinking about the things of God, we're thinking about us. <laughs> okay, which isn't funny. Okay, look at, look at, look at. But what are you thinking about today? Uh, let's say you got out of bed and you read your Bible, you did your devotions. What's your, what's your focus? Are you thinking about your wife when you get home? Uh, are you thinking about work? Are you thinking about making more money? Are you thinking about a movie or doing this? Maybe go boating this week? I mean, what are, what are you thinking about? What's, what's your focus? I'm going to share something with you in Scripture. It's gonna, here's the thing. When you understand what I'm going to share with you, it will bring so many blessings upon your life. You'll be overwhelmed. I mean, literally, you will be overwhelmed. And we see it from time to time in Scripture, but oftentimes we don't talk about it. We just kind of skip over it, okay? It talks about our focus. Watch this very carefully. When our focus is God, nothing but good can come of it. Look at, look at, I'm talking about the blessings of Almighty God and I'm talking about the favor of Almighty God. I'm talking about the treasuries being opened because your primary focus is God. We, we know the verse and we've gone over this verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. And, th and that is a true statement, okay? That's absolutely true. And we could use that as a support text if we wanted to. But today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 2. And I, I want you to hear this. I, I think this is so interesting. This was my reading this morning. I was just reading. Man, is it hot out here. Guys, you can, I don't have a 4K camera. But I'm telling you, when I do this, 
All this water is coming off my head. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm hot. I'm hot. Listen to the text, okay, in relationship to focusing on God, okay? It says this, my son. Oh, I like that. You know what I'm saying? You know why I like that? Because not, God's not calling me a slave, but I am a bond slave. He's calling me a son. I'm his. You got to understand relationship between son and father and father and son. That's who you are. That's how God sees you. But oftentimes we're not acting like a son. And if we are, we're acting like the prodigal wanting to do our own thing. That's not focusing on God. Free one. Okay, it says this, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commandments within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, and if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And you're like, well, Matt, that's not, that's not the treasures. Where's the good stuff? No. Everything that I just described is talking about, watch this, an act of your will. Watch this. An act of your devotion, an act of your heart, okay? Your goal. That's what it's talking about. Over and over again, it's, it's talking about with your mind, uh, with your strength, with your desire, with your being, every part of you seeking him. It's, it's using the word wisdom, but where do we get wisdom from? Honestly, where, where, where do we get wisdom from? And why do we want wisdom? You know, with Solomon, I love the story of Solomon, when he was just becoming king, God comes to Solomon and he says, blank check. You're like, what, 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 what? So, slow down. He says, Solomon, ask whatever you want and I'll give it to you. And if you're, if you're new to Christianity, you're saying, oh, you're like, did he really? Did God say that to Solomon? Because you're already thinking of a million things that you would throw out to God. And, you know, when, and oftentimes, this is the one, when we're younger, we think this, because we've been watching the wrong type of TV. The genie comes up and says, okay, I give you one wish. And you say, okay, I wish that I had a hundred more wishes. It's not like that. God comes to Solomon. Look at, look at, look at. And I don't know of any man that hasn't thought that before or watched something on TV that alluded to that, okay? You know what I'm saying? You get one wish and whatever it is, and you wish for a hundred more wishes. So you constantly, because you know why? Why do we do that? Greed. We're so greedy. Solomon says this, Lord, I can't come in. I can't, even, I can't even walk out the front door without you, and I can't even come in the front door without you. And, and, you, and here is the thing. I'm king of your, your people. I, I can't govern. Will you give me a discerning heart and wisdom? Okay? God's just like taken back. Actually not, but you know what I'm saying? I like to throw that in there. You know what I'm saying? Because not too many people would say that. I mean, honestly, not too many people, you know, because they figure, well, if I say wisdom, he gives me wisdom, and then he gives me nothing else, I, I, I'm lost again. You know what I'm saying? That's what, we think we can't trust God, but let's go back to the beginning of our text. Son. What father wants to put the screws to his son? None. Not when he's in right relationship. Uh-oh, free one. Okay, and he's the perfect heavenly father. He's our Abba, okay? So Solomon says wisdom, okay? Because, it, okay, because that's what he needed the most. Are you understanding? That's what he needed. That was the greatest treasure above all things, okay? In our text today, see, it's, it's talking about you seeking out God. That's, that's what it's talking about, doing things God's way. I mean, it throws the word wisdom in there, but if you had wisdom, what would you do? Well, if I was really smart and I had the wisdom of God, I would obey God just like Jesus obeyed God all the time. You know what I'm saying? Perfectly. Yeah, absolutely perfectly. Okay, so, and what does that bring us to? The fear of the Lord. Okay, and again, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It means I'm seeking God. Don't just take wisdom as, as okay, wisdom, I'm smart. 
You're seeking God. It means you're smart by seeking God. You're gaining wisdom by seeking God, okay? Now watch this. I want to just throw this comment in there. It's going to take two seconds, okay? Back in the early church, okay, Hebraic thought, they got close to God, okay? The Hebrews got close to God. God's chosen people got close to God by obedience, nothing else. It, it wasn't how much they learned, how much they studied. It was not, okay? Because they knew this. If I obey God, God says that he will give me wisdom, okay? And, and that's how it is. And that's how it still is today. But then, are you with me? Okay, so it wasn't so much studying the Bible and reading and, and learning and going to classrooms and going to Christianity 101 classes and, and you're going to commentaries. No, if you want to learn about God, God said this, obey me in the things that you know, okay? And, and when you sin against me, repent really quickly, and I will give you discernment, understanding, and wisdom beyond measure, okay? Which will pr prepare you. Remember yesterday? Do you remember yesterday we were entering the promised land? When we have wisdom, we're prepared for blessing. God can't get blessing sometimes because we can't handle it. We're, we're not prepared to go into the promised land, okay? He has to get us to the right place. And, and, and so as we're seeking him, searching for him, desiring him, putting him first, seeking out wisdom, which is really another word for seeking out God and what his will is for our lives. And we did a, a devotion about that a couple days ago. Now watch this, okay? On the statistics of the devotion I did a couple days ago, okay? So many of you cut me off halfway. That's fine, okay? You lose. Because what God gave me was three quarters of the way in, okay? And, and what I was talking about three quarters of the way in and following, okay, was an act of the will, okay? Deciding to obey God. And, and here's the thing, I could never in a million years do that devotion again, okay? Because God was resting upon me, God was on me. But up until about three quarters, I've heard this before, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And, and here's the thing, that's fine. That, honestly, that's fine. But you cheated yourself. Okay, because that one point, okay, which was three quarters and following, okay, will help you with the rest of your life. It will help you with your marriage, with your children, with your boss, with your jobs, with everything in your life. It will help you. I'm getting off that, okay? I'm getting, and you're like, now are you bitter about it? No, I'm not bitter. I mean, I, no, 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 no. This is the man cave. We roll with, we roll, okay? So, back to, the, back to our thought. Okay, so here's the thing. God's children learned, okay, from obedience to God. No other way, okay? Now. Alexander the Great. He was a great warrior. Who allowed him to be a great warrior? Well, God did, okay? And how quickly was he snuffed out? Well, if we know history, we realize really quick. I mean, here's the thing. He, he was very young when he died, okay? Why did he die so quickly? Pride. You see what I'm saying? It, it, not acknowledging God gave him all the victories. Okay, and we're going somewhere, okay? But Greek, the reason I say that is Alexander the Great was conquering the world, the known world that we know, okay? One of the things and that they did when they conquered a, a land or conquered a kingdom, okay, is they brought in their language and they brought in their thought processes, the way they think, the way they reason, how they figure things out. A plus B equals C. You see what I'm saying? That's what they did. And when they did that, watch, everything changed, okay? People started, okay, watch this. And you got to realize it because it, it went everywhere, okay? People started trying to reason their way to God, okay, outside of obedience. God says something to Joe. Hey, Joe, I always pick on Joe. Let's pick someone else. Um, pick someone's name, Trace. Sam. Sam. Oh, sorry, Sam. My wife picked you. you. You were in the lottery bowl. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Okay, right, Sam, um, here we go. Okay. God speaks to Sam, okay? And he says, Sam, I want you to do this. Sam, in his mind, reasons. 
Well, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. That doesn't make any sense. Like walking seven times around the walls of Jericho made sense, okay? Look at, look at, look at. Are you with me? Did that make sense? Joshua did it. Does it make sense with God? His ways are high and lifted up. We're his creature. He's the creator. He knows everything, okay? He's more interested in your act of obedience and then he'll make it happen. Oftentimes, what he's asking you to do has nothing to do with what you're wanting to accomplish and have happen in your life. But as you obey here, he makes this happen. Oh, oh, you got to be kidding. Or as you obey here in this thing that doesn't make sense because you're so wise, Sam. Okay, then comes along wisdom and understanding and favor and blessings. Okay, you can't learn because he won't give you more until you respond to what you already have. So you got to realize we have churches across the world and across the nation who are filled with these intellectuals, okay, who are what? Knowledge on ice. What do you mean? Meaning they just study, 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 but in their personal lives, their relationship with God really isn't where it needs to be, and they're not obedient, okay, to the things that God's asked them to do. Yes, guys, but I love the story of Samuel coming up to King Saul after King Saul disregarded the word of God and didn't do everything that he said. Samuel comes along and just says this, obedience before sacrifice. Because a lot of you are sacrificing. You're doing a lot of things for God, but because you're not obedient, it's all void. Well, I don't understand. It's every bit of it is void. It's thrown into the trash can. You're not in Christ. You're not in Christ, okay? You see what I'm saying? You're trying to please God by works, okay? By doing what you, look, look, in your wisdom and your knowledge and your understanding, you're trying to please God and be a good person and be a moral person, okay? And, and, and you're trying to create for God what you think he wants, okay? He wants obedience to the simple thing that he told you to do. But we don't want to do that. I mean, honestly, scores upon scores and ages of ages have proven that fact that people want to do what they want to do because it's just in them. I, I would rather do this over here, which it isn't a bad thing. It's just not his thing right now. Uh, you got to be, okay, so God wants obedience. As a result of obedience, he gives wisdom, knowledge, understanding. He gives favor. He gives blessing. You never, ever, ever go into the promised land by God's leading without wisdom. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, new one. See, guys, when we try to reason our way out of a, a mess or life or just day-to-day -day living, what we're saying really, without saying it, but we are saying it, we're screaming with a megaphone, and guess who's watching the angels? We know better than God. God, I heard what you said, and I thank you for the bit of advice, but you know, uh, you don't understand this like I do, and I'm, I'm going to do this because what you said doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't make any sense. You know how hard it is to obey someone when it doesn't make any sense? I mean, how hard is it to obey someone when it makes zero sense, and you think it's the most silly thing in the world, and it has nothing to do with nothing, and you're so smart and educated and knowledgeable. I mean, and you've been around for how long? 30, 40, 50, 60 years? I mean, really, how long has God been around? Not that long. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the ending. He's never had a beginning. He's never had an ending, and yet you want to uh, match up your reasoning and knowledge, understanding, and, and, and insights against his? I don't think so, okay? But what we're screaming is this, I know better than you, which is what? It's idolatry. And some of you are stuck right where you're stuck, and you've been stuck there for a long time. You've been stuck there, but you continue to cry out. But you don't see the thing that he asked you to do over here, okay? That simple thing. 
whether it was six months ago, a year ago, sometimes it's five years ago, and you can still do that. And sometimes it's bitterness or unforgiveness, okay? And you just haven't handled that because you know better, okay? I mean, you're so smart. I mean, honestly, you are just so smart. And thank you for hanging in the man cave. Oh, oh, by the way, Matt's not smart. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad there's someone smart in the man cave because it's not Matt. Matt's reliance is on him. 24-7, 365 days a year. Matt's not smart, okay? M Matt doesn't have all the answers, huh? Matt needs a savior, and that's why I love Jesus. So, guys, I, need, I say all that to say this. So our churches are filled with people who are just learning. I mean, they're smart. They're really smart. I mean, th th they know this better, and Matt knows this, okay? But they're not obedient. So all that's voided. It's, it's just garbage. I, you know what the Bible says? They're clanging symbols. Oh, because watch this. God's Spirit can't rest fully on a person who isn't obedient. Oh yeah, you can be sealed by the Holy Spirit, okay? But the cloak and the mantle that Elisha had and Elisha had, okay, watch it. Th that anointing, okay, only comes from obedience. He, he doesn't place all of himself on you. Oh yeah, you have it all available to you, but you won't take him up on it, okay? And, and so we're more interested in sitting in our Bible studies so we can brag, but we're not really sharing the gospel. Here's the thing, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll eat my shoe, okay? Out of a hundred, there's only one that's actually taking what they learned from church, okay? Applying those truths to their life and telling the gospel to people. Knocking on doors. I mean, I meaning this. That, 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 well, I'm not a preacher. He says, go. He said it to everyone. Where, where to go? See, if we're just gaining... The, can I tell you this? Did you know about the Dead Sea? You're like, Dead Sea? Where's that? Israel. Israel. My buddy went there. You know what I'm saying? Johnny Hunt. Okay. Uh, First Baptist Church, Woodstock. He didn't know I'm his buddy, but I'm his buddy. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because he's in the Lord. Okay. Free one. He's in the Lord. Okay. You're going somewhere? I am. I am going somewhere. Okay. He, he uses this example. He says, you know why the Dead Sea? The Dead Sea is the lowest place in the entire world. There's no place lower, okay, than the Dead Sea. Okay. Nothing lives in the Dead Sea. Nothing. Well, I don't understand. Nothing lives in the Dead Sea. It's dead. That's why they call it the Dead Sea. Free one, okay? And look at, look at, look at. It's, it's so salty. The water is so salty that you can just go and float. I, I, you know, look at, look, I don't care how fat you are. Because I know there's fat people in the man cave, and that's okay. But God says, watch this. Get in shape. Why? Because you'll enjoy life more. Okay, free one. And I'm not picking on you because Matt was fat, real fat for a long time. Okay, but look at, stop eating, start exercising, eat more protein. Free one. Again, I'm not going there, and I'm not picking on you, okay? Okay, but look at, look at, look at, look at. I don't care how fat you are. You will float because of the consistency of the water. It's salt. It's like real, real salty. You can't even taste it. It's so nasty. Everything floats. All people float. It's amazing. I mean, look, you can't drown hardly in the Red Sea. And you're like, Matt, are you going somewhere? Yeah. Matt, are Red we sea. going somewhere with the Dead Sea story? Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling at you today, and you're yelling at me? Stop yelling at me. Yeah, we're going somewhere. Okay, look, at, look, at, look, at, look. At. The Jordan River goes into the Dead Sea, but there's no outlet. I don't understand. The Jordan River goes into the Dead Sea, but there's no outlet, meaning this. The Dead Sea's receiving, but it's not giving. Some of you are at church. You have an awful lot of knowledge of God, but you're not giving. You're like the Dead Sea. You're receiving, you're listening, and you've been sitting there in those classrooms and listening to some really great preachers and some of you some really horrible preachers, but yet you're still studying on the sidelines, okay, because you're hungry, because your spirit wants more, okay? And you're not giving, okay, what you're gaining. You're, you're just like the Dead Sea. See, the Dead Sea, it's receiving from the Jordan River, fresh water, but eventually, guess what happens to that water? It becomes dead because it's not, there's no outlet for the Dead Sea. Some of you are like that. And, and, and is that God's will? No. So what is that? 
Well, that, that's disobedience because you're not sharing your faith and you're not doing, you're not becoming and doing all that God wanted you to become and do in this life. You're not living out His perfect will for your life, okay? You're not sharing. You're an island unto yourself, okay? It's, it's all about you, right? But I, I'm glad that you can brag about how smart you are and how many little stars you have. And how, look, you have perfect church attendance for how many years? Nine years. How about uh, your attendance at knocking on people's doors who need to hear about Christ? Okay, okay, so I'm going somewhere, okay? So that's disobedience, okay? Do I, do, I, do I witness to everyone? No, Matt doesn't witness to everyone. But I witness to those people who come across my path. But oftentimes we're more knowledge-based, and it's all about us. And it's more religion, not a personal relationship with God. I'm not sharing anything. I'm zipping my trap, and I'm not helping anyone. You know what I am? I'm greedy. I'm greedy with knowledge. It's all about me. It's about pride, okay? And I'm greedy with my resources. I, you know what I'm saying? You're the Dead Sea. And again, why are you going here? Because... Remember, wisdom, okay, and our focus has to be about God, okay? God's will is this, that you share the gospel, that you share your life, that you share your resources. Am I sharing with everyone? No, you're not. But God, from time to time, is bringing people across your path, and they just continue going down the road like the Good Samaritan. Leave that poor guy on the side of the road. He was beat up. I don't want to take time out of my day to help him. You know, I, I mean, I got to get to church. I honestly, I got to get to church. I can't. If I help this guy, I mean, abandon him. Who's to know while I'm helping him, if someone doesn't try to get me, I got to take care of my own, me, myself, and I, right? The ruler of my life, that's me. I'm the man. You're not the man when you're not serving God. Oh, oh, free one, free one, free one. So watch this. When our focus, I'm going somewhere. You got to watch this. When our focus is God-centered and we're seeking God for who he is, not these other things, okay? It, it leads us into a life of obedience, okay? Because we are doing the will of God and we are following the spirit of God, okay? And as a result of that, it is the fear of the Lord. I dare not disobey God because I want to obey God as I'm wanting to obey God and as I'm living that out daily. The fear of the Lord is upon me. And then the text talks about greater treasures hey guys let me ask you this are you seeking out god is god your focus like verse four and you're like matt what was in verse four uh it says this and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasures you will understand the fear of the lord are you seeking out god more than you seek out treasures and pleasure and money and all those things i mean is that your focus what again we started with what is your focus now listen as you are doing those things watch what happens verse five then you will understand the fear of the lord you have to understand it Meaning when you're at the crossroads, when you start to understand why you are obeying, okay, it changes everything and it helps you to obey. But you can't understand that outside of obedience and you can't understand that outside of wisdom and you can't understand that outside of seeking God with all your heart, okay? Verse 5, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk is blameless. Did you, look at, look at, did you hear verse 7, what I just spoke to you? I, I, you know, because it doesn't make sense. You mean, Matt, if, if, I do, if I seek God, if God is my focus, if God is my main source, Okay, and really, he is. That, that's what my focus is in this life. I'm always thinking about him. I'm always obeying him. And it's not to get to heaven. It's not perfectly. It's not legalistically. It's just that's how my heart is drawn. It's like a tractor beam. I'm going to do the things that God wants me to do. I'm new. I'm new on the inside. But after it's all said and done, verse 70, he holds. Who holds it? God holds it. He holds victory in store for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of the faithful ones. The shield, 
isn't just a shield, he's the shield. He's the victory. I mean, he's safeguarding you here, protecting you here, blessing you here, sustaining you here, giving you. I mean, he's all things to you because you obeyed the things that didn't make really any sense and you made him your main focus. See, I, I love where it says this, he protects his faithful ones. See, as you're seeking him first, he sees you as faithful. Uh, isn't that awesome? Uh, Matt, Sam, Sam's faithful. I can tell Sam to do this. Okay, now watch this. God's never going to ask you to do something that contradicts his word or his Holy Spirit. So don't let the devil trick you, okay? Because oftentimes if you're not where you need to be with God, okay, there's still darkness in your life because that's sin and the enemy still has access to you and oftentimes the enemy's trying to trick you to do things thinking it's God. No, you'll have a peace when you hear God's word and God never will contradict his word. Never, ever, ever take that to the bank, my friend. But as I'm listening and following and obeying and searching and seeking, okay, and he's my all in all, guess what? He says, I, 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 I'm very good to my faithful ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever had someone come up to you? You know what I'm saying? One time, look, at the lunchroom, this guy came up to me because he wanted my Cheetos. Okay, he says, Matt, he came up like this. I'm very faithful to those who are good to me. And he had these huge eyebrows, these big dark eyebrows. And I was like, man, you're a freak. Take the Cheetos, dude. Take the Cheetos. You're a freak. You know what I'm saying? Go, 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 go. Eat them over there. Watch this, watch this. Watch this. Was he faithful? No. Did I ever get my Cheetos back? No. Did I ever get a Coke out of that guy? No. Did I get anything out of that guy? No, 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 no. I lost, okay, but I won because I got him away from me. Watch this very carefully. Who's speaking? Who is speaking here in the Bible when he says, I take care of my faithful ones? It's God Almighty. He doesn't lie. When God comes up to you and says, hey, I'm really good to those people who obey me and that are faithful. Oh, he's good to everybody. Don't get me wrong. He is, okay? Because, but you got to realize it rains on the just and the unjust. Do I need to say more? Okay, but here's the thing. I love this verse. It says, the fervent, what, what does the word fervent mean? It's the same thing we're talking about in our verses today. Fervently seeking, driving, zeal, okay? I, I want to obey God. I want to seek God. Fervent prayer of a righteous man. There's that word again, righteous man availeth much, meaning there's weight to his prayer. God looks at his prayer because he's living such a lifestyle, okay? And it is of service, not necessarily. It's of obedience. It's of a relationship. It's of my heart is dead set towards the things of God. I'm seeking God, not for what he can give me. Give me, Lord, give me, give me more, give me more. I'm seeking God for himself, okay? As a result, I'm gaining wisdom. As a result, I'm gaining knowledge. As a result, I'm protected. As a result, I'm blessed. As a result, the favor of Almighty God is flowing at me. Okay, and it's rivers of living water going in and through me. And my life is changing, okay, daily for the better, not for the worse, okay? He's the king, and I've been in the promised land. That's where I live. Oh! Hey, I hope this enlifted you, and I hope this gets you to focus on the right things in this life, okay? So we can see you in the next. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.